like I've seen people modify their behavior to get what they want and then once they get it, then that's it. You're listening to Relationship Renegade, the show that brings hard truths and realities, dispelling all the myths about relationships. I'm Dr. Jameson Mercier, licensed clinical social worker and uh, uh, marriage and family therapy. (laughs) I don't know why that keeps happening lately. Um, And it's Saturday, so that means I am on with my girl Mia. How are you? I'm good. How are you, listeners? They are well, because it's Saturday. (laughs) Well, maybe it's not Saturday, but y'all know what we mean. We're good. Mm -hmm. Um, Hopefully they are blessed. Um, And thank you guys for joining us yet again for another installment of the weekend edition of Relationship Renegade. What I want to do really, Mia, if you're Mm -hmm. okay with it, is just really jump into this topic. Okay. Um, I tend to blab a little too much, and we were (laughs) chit-chatting. Uh, prepping for this. Um, We're talking about um, actions versus words. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This is something that for many people, and I can't even say in relationships, just in general, just in general, we have a lot to say about actions versus words. Mm -hmm. And uh, we were just saying You know, the preference, you know, what the word you use was polarizing, I think. I did. I was telling Jameson that I had been kind of doing a little background uh, research, if you will, scouting the interwebs of what people were saying about this particular topic. And I said to him, this topic seems to be very polarizing because some people swear by behavior over words and other people are like no words mean a lot Mm. um well listen hold on hold on before we go too far i didn't ask you this before which which camp do you fall in if there is one oh Oh. Oh. that's a really good question Mm -hmm. and maybe it depends on my mood oh that's that's (laughs) that sounds like a cop-out Uh, oh okay if i'm gonna if i'm gonna pick a camp i would say um i think i'm probably in i think i'd say actioned care to elaborate or you it's just that's where you're gonna sit today i mean that was a really tricky question i feel like really I feel like it was for me. Yeah. Um, Because I've seen behavior. Like I've seen people modify their behavior to get what they want. And then once they get it, then that's it. Mm. So I, so I, I have seen that and like, you know what I mean? They get, they do enough to get you on board, but it, it, you know, with whatever kind of change or, whatever issue maybe you had and you know, then the behavior kind of stops or they slowly start to kind of go back into their old patterns. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And by the time you realize they're back into their old patterns, you're like, oh crap, here okay. we are again. Now, words though, I've had situations where, you know, I've heard people say too, like, um, once you say things, you can't take it back. So depending on maybe you are having a disagreement, maybe you said how you really felt about something or I don't know, something happened and you vocalize something to someone, there's someone on the receiving end of that mm. and all their perceptions and all maybe your history with this person comes up and those words have a lot of weight to them. Okay. okay. So that's why I, and that's why I understood why it was kind of polarizing. Cause I feel like, yeah, definitely depending on like your experiences, if it's the same person and you're experiencing similar things, or maybe you experience a similar situation and it's coming up with other people. It has a different face. I don't know. You might go, you might toggle back and forth. I don't know. Is that an, is that, I don't know. I, I find like, I guess it depends for me. I don't know. Yeah. What do you think? What are you on? What team are you on? Uh, I, I'm, I'm team actions all the way. Okay. Um, like hardcore. Just I, that's it. I am hardcore behavior actions. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and okay. I'll, I guess I'll try and make sense of why. Okay. Um, and, and this kind of, this ties into what you were saying, you know, people will alter their behavior to get what they want. Mm -hmm. But if you observe long enough, just a little longer, you know, if you were planning to observe them for a few days, mm -hmm. observe them for a couple of days more. Mm -hmm. And you'll have the truth without fail. Because even for people who are, who are putting up a front, mm -hmm. you can only do that for so long. That's true. Right? Yeah. Now, now, you know, if we're talking in, in the... So time is relative, right? So we can say, oh, people will only front for, you know, 90 days. And somebody will raise their hand and they'll say, well my husband's been lying to me or been fronting for nine months and someone else will be like, well, my wife or my girlfriend, listen, they can keep up a front for four years. Yeah. And someone else will be like four years. I've been with someone for 10 years and they've been fronting. <laughs> so Whoa. yeah, that's, <laughs> I can, I can see that though. Like I can. It's, it's so time is relative. I get it, but I do know mm -hmm. if you observe people, you know what you need based on their actions. Right. You know, I, I, I'm one of the people who believe talk is cheap. Okay. That right. I, I'll, you know, I've heard a lot. People have told me a lot and you know, if you own a business, you know this, you know, if you've been a customer, you know this, people will promise you everything under the moon and the sun. And that don't mean anything. You got the sweet talkers, huh? Oh, man. <laughs> and, 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 you know, we like to be sweet talked and we enjoy it. I like, yeah. be, I like, I like being swooned and, you know, told how 
how handsome I am when someone's trying to sell me something. Mm -hmm. But then, you know, it's in the fine print. Yeah. It's the behavior. You know, so as I was reading like these blogs and stuff, Mm -hmm. I'm going to share with you this quote that I found about words and actions. And this, this person says that words are loud and reverberate in my chest like the bass drums of a passing marching band. And actions at times are soft like a whisper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like so, that. right? I was like, whoa, that's very eloquently put. And that's why I say like words like are so weighted because if you're in or they can be. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, I, I am one of those believers of you, you just can't take back what you say to people. And so if someone's saying something to you and it strikes a chord with you and it resonates, that word or that phrase can replay itself. Yes. Yes. And, you know, within a relationship, mm-hmm. um, and I, I'm, I'm going to try not to get into some of our other topics here, but if you've heard something mm-hmm. over and over again, mm-hmm. um, it can, the, the word, the meaning can change, but it can also change in either direction, mm-hmm. right? It can get heavier or it can get less heavier, lighter and less relevant. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so history does, does it, it's a factor exactly and so that's why I think I was just kind of on the fence because I've been in those situations personally in friendships and relationships where someone says the same thing and also their behavior has has changed but then they say something and you're like oh that's kind of a red flag or that's kind of like that that sounds like something Mm -hmm. and in my camp this is where I say hmm let me settle in and watch this a little longer. I get that. You're, you're, you're oftentimes in the position of the observer. I think I'm always the observer. Yeah, you are. <laughs> but there's a lot of people, maybe some of our listeners, that really haven't, haven't, don't know how to get into that role and they're more reactive, if yeah, you will. I believe it. Um, and so... You know, I I like to think I observe sometimes too. Uh, I'm not, maybe I not as consistently as I'd like, but Mm, mm. um, I do kind of am the, you know, observing the things around me and what they could be saying to me um, or waking up in me. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I when when I read that, I was like. Holy moly, that literally that struck a chord for me. I was like, yeah, like there are some times where it's just such those words just keep coming back. And sometimes people get stuck in that too, like in what what keeps being said. And Mm -hmm. it doesn't really matter what the behavior is because someone's already said it or said it so many times or said something so many times that really, really struck that chord for you. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I'm just thinking back to some, 
you know, sometimes where either someone has said something mm-hmm. that's really disturbed me. Yeah. You know, or like, you know, like, for example, if someone like in families, there are lots mm-hmm. of secrets in families. Mm-hmm. Right. And when secrets come out after they've been kept for, let's say, decades, mm-hmm. it can be shocking. Yeah. And a lot of families get like just ripped apart because a secret has come out. Mm-hmm. And when I work with these sorts of families, what I often observe and try to get them to recognize is that they kept this secret for all these years. But how did they treat you? Mm-hmm. What? were their actions like towards you in terms of were they welcoming? Did they made, did they ever make you feel inferior or less than or whatever? Like you were not part of the family Mm -hmm. despite having withheld this information from you. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, that can be taken a couple of ways. One, it can be like, well, they lied to me the whole time. So what, what's it all mean? Or despite them having kept this secret from you, they still treated you and behaved a certain way towards you. Right. And so where do you place the, the weight? Hmm. What do you find when you're working with, with people? Do you find that they weigh more actions or they weigh more, more, more words? So I think what I've found is like we demonstrated at the beginning of this episode is that a lot of people will initially put a lot of weight on the words. Mm -hmm. And then as a relationship matures, Mm -hmm. then it begins to be where there's more meaning and weight applied to actions and behaviors. Mm I think when you get into a new relationship, right? And so when I say new, this could be a new friend. This could be a new partner or new in terms of parent and child, mm-hmm. right? Um, all you have is words. Yeah. And when we say actions, we are talking about the cumulative actions, right? Not just the one action. Right. Right. And that's, that's a also, good point. That's and, a good point. And here's what's also interesting about that, right? So when we're talking actions, we look, you know, cumulatively, but yet with words, we look at that one moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that make or break moment. Right. <laughs> interesting. Hi, we are the Mercier Kids. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking subscribe now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Now back to the show. And so that fascinates me. And so when working with, you know, couples or families, when I can kind of, one, get them out of the emotion Mm -hmm. and just kind of get them to look at this broad picture, you know, the, the emotional reactivity comes down a little bit. Um, and that isn't to say it's because of the words or the actions. We just needed to come down a little bit 
mm-hmm. so that we can have a, a, a thoughtful conversation about what's happening. Right. That's a good point to kind of remove that emotional response initially and then really objectively see what's going on there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, as objectively as possible, you know? Right. Um, <laughs> I kind of feel like this is like a interesting version of what came first, the chicken or the egg. It's like what came first, the words or the actions. Huh. Very good point. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, can you have one without the other? Can you measure somebody's investment or engagement or change by just behavior or just words? Or is it a combination of both? Mm-hmm. Do words drive behavior? Do actions drive words? So I don't even know how to begin to understand, to, to answer that. Um, I do see a place <laughs> where both, yeah, you know, in, in, in therapy land, we talk about both and. Right. You know, um, uh, and even when we do say it's both and, you know, we still have our preferences of how mm-hmm. we read the world. And I think, you know, speaking of preferences, so the other perspective that I found when I was reading these things was um, in your own experience, some of these, you know, you might weigh behavior more than you would words and words, you know, over behavior. And that a lot has to do with preference, how you're reading the situation and maybe past experiences that have happened to you. You could be jumping the gun on certain behaviors Mm -hmm. or, you know, maybe not noticing some behaviors. So you're paying more attention to words. Yep. So, yeah. So there was that other kind of like third perspective that it was like based on you and your life experiences is going to, I mean, I guess that could be with anything, but you know, is going to kind of swing you more towards action or yeah, actions or words. Mm -hmm. Totally. If you've never been lied to in your life (laughs) or or never realized that you've been lied to, Mm -hmm. you have no reason not to trust what people tell you. Mm -hmm. You're just, you've been the luckiest person on earth. However, However, if you know, you've had some, some letdowns and, you know, I had, I'll tell you, I'll tell you a quick story. When I was living in Tampa and we had just bought our townhome, Hardin and I, Mm -hmm. and so this will show you how old I am. I've been, I've always wanted a set of tower speakers. Oh no. Yes. (laughs) I've always wanted a set of tower speakers that will stand about, I want to say maybe four feet high, Mm -hmm. right? To flank my TV, you know, (laughs) black on the front with the uh, black screen or the mesh or whatever that is with the wood grain. And so when we bought our home. Oh God. And the wood grain. (laughs) With the wood grain. Oh no. So when I, we bought our home, I was like, yes, I'm looking for this. I'm searching. I'm doing my research. I'm calculating ohms. I'm calculating wattage and frequencies, all of that. <laughs> I happened to be coming home one day, and uh, I went into a store. 
I, this, I, know this, I went into Home Depot to get some stuff for the house. And on my way out, there were some guys selling audio equipment in the Home Depot parking lot. I don't know why that was not a red flag, but it was not. <laughs> okay. Out, out the back of a truck. And so anyways, I have to walk past them to get to my car. And they're like, hey, yeah, you know, we got a couple of units left. We're just trying to unload before we return the truck. We had a liquidation sale, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. All plausible. Mm-hmm. And so, they're, so they, as, as display, they show you too, right? You see it. And on, on the box, the picture shows two towers. So I'm like, you know what, man? These are brand new. The boxes are sealed as if you can't open and reseal boxes. I don't know. I said, you know what? Let me get, let me get one. Meaning a set. So I get, I get it. I give them, I don't know, might've been a couple hundred bucks. Don't remember. And then I drive home smiling to myself the whole way home about 45 minutes. I get in, I unload the speakers I don't even open the box. I put it in the living room and then I go fix myself something to eat. Okay. Because this was going to be my treat. I sit down with my drink, my food, grab my knife and I open up the box. And when I open the box to my huge disappointment, there was a single tower speaker. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. You got you got sweet talked. Oh man. <laughs> oh, they gave it to me good. They gave it to me good. And and, and the good one of the good things is Herdine happened to be out of town this weekend. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't have to hear it from her at the time. <laughs> <laughs> but I I just felt so I had all kinds of emotions, right? And I made a vow, okay, that will never happen to me again. And so now that makes me one of these people where you can't tell me a damn thing. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to open up the box for me. You're going to have to show me. Show me. Yeah. And every time I looked at that speaker, because I set it up. You know, I tried to put it in a corner so that it would kind of look like it belongs. But I know, I know. It just taunts you every oh, time man. you see it. I kept, that, <laughs> I kept that speaker for maybe five or six years. It was a, a constant reminder. Oh, man, Mia. <laughs> yes. And so when we talk about experiences, right, not everyone is out to get you. Mm-hmm. Not everyone is a liar or will mislead you or will sweet talk you, but you're exactly right. Especially when it was connected to something that we've been wanting either to have or to hear for so long. Mm -hmm. And Mm. so if if those words were intended to fill a void, Mm -hmm. you can imagine now that void is back, but it's even deeper and wider because what you thought was never really was. Yeah. That's true. It can, it can be confusing. Totally. Yeah. Really can. 
really confusing when someone's telling you something and doing something else or doing something else and telling you something. It's the kind of thing that literally drives people mad and, and yeah. it drives you crazy because you're saying this, but doing this. And so you start asking yourself, did I understand correctly what you told me? Right. Which isn't that interesting because, you know, when we talk about um, in therapy too, and you're working with couples and relationships and things, don't we always talk about communication? Oh boy. Yes, we do. So in order to communicate, I, a lot of it's words, but a lot of it can also be in, in what? In behavior, mm-hmm. in the nonverbal. In the actions, for sure. So what do you say to that when people are like, okay, well, you know, then one of the biggest things about working with couples is have, having to teach them how to communicate their needs and their wants and stuff. I, I, I tend to take it a step back. Not, okay. well, I tend to take it back a few steps. Okay. Because further is not the right word. Let's um, take it back? Yeah, a few steps back. Mm-hmm. Because communication is not just about giving a message. Mm-hmm. It's also about how we are perceiving the message being given. Mm-hmm. And many times we just focus on people saying of something and being clear and repeating what we heard. Mm-hmm. But in communication, often the, the issue with communication is completely unrelated. You know, so if I told you, um, hey, you know what, I know this is happening now, but trust me, we will be okay, or I got you. Mm-hmm. I know what I mean by when I say I got you. Mm-hmm. And when you say okay, I assume that you know what I mean, that we're on the same page. Right. <laughs> you, you see where I'm headed here. Uh huh. But what we both don't realize is we understand this I got you completely differently. Yeah, from our lens. Oh, yeah. Right. So when I say I, we take it back a few steps, we just say, what kind of language do we use in this relationship? Mm-hmm. And where does that come from? And how did we learn this language? And what does it mean where you came from? Mm. So now when you put it in that setup, you know, you hear all kinds of things. Yeah. So then I feel like behavior natural or actions naturally come up with that. Yeah, the actions, you know, is just as huge. Um, and the interesting thing too, you know, actions, growing up uh, Haitian, I hear from my mother all the time. Um, in the translation, she says, right? It's, it's what, you, what you see is what you know. Mm-hmm. But you don't know, <laughs> your eyes see it, but you often don't know what you're looking at. Mm-hmm. And you've seen these images where there's a person in a hooded mask and he's within the door frame of a store. Mm-hmm. It's dark, the lights are out, the window's smashed. 
what is he doing? Mm. Some will tell you he's stealing. Right. Others will tell you, well, he could be bringing it back. He could be the owner. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's uh, trying to, maybe he locked his keys in there. <laughs> I'm telling you, you just, <laughs> he could own the store. Uh, yeah. And so when we observe behavior, <laughs> we don't just look at behavior. It's really being influenced by the meanings that we Mm-hmm. stored in our minds from all these experiences and images and messages. Right. So if I said to you, yeah, I'll be home by eight or I'll call you by eight and then it's 8.05 and I, either I'm not home and I didn't call, suddenly that means something. Right. Yeah, you, that association, it, it, uh-huh. it automatically, you know, shortcuts to what that means to you based on previous experiences right and it could be completely different (laughs) and it often is yeah you know and my job you know (laughs) as hard as it is sometimes is to slow down that fast lane to those associations Mm -hmm. right not to just to get people to not automatically go there Mm-hmm. Um, Brene Brown, you know, famous social worker, yeah. researcher, all over love the her. place. Love her to love her to life for life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she, she, there's this talk that I like of hers where she talks about in relationships, especially, but you know, as society, we it would be nice if we could get to a place where we make generous assumptions mm. about each other. Lovely, generous assumptions. Because rarely do we do that. We automatically make these negative assumptions. Mm-hmm. And it has nothing or very little to do with the other person. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like it's, it's almost natural to do that, to protect us, right? Yeah. And, and he, well, it's learned is what I'll say. Yes. I'll agree with that. Yeah, I can't say it's natural because one, we were, we were not doing that out the womb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. We learn to do that because like you said a moment ago, we're trying to protect ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so now to answer your question, it's, it's tough working with couples around communication. Yeah. Because it's often not about communication in the way they think. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you know couples, you show up and you're like, this is the problem, damn it. And this is what we need to fix. And you're like, well, maybe we need to go over here and talk about this. Mm-hmm. And they don't want to do it oftentimes. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. So communicating that with them can be a challenge at times. But hey, what you gonna do, right? I don't um, know. Did I did I convince you otherwise? Or are you still team action? Oh no, I'm looking at behavior all the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at behavior all the way. <laughs> yep. it's, and it's so funny too because I think about what, like what you just said in terms of like you know you kind of your first interactions with people are their words. 
Mm -hmm. And, you know, I work with children and it, it's so interesting because part of like, you know, attachment and things like that is making sure that your behavior is consistent because that's safe and that is secure. Mm -hmm. So this is all being modeled from a very, very young age. Oh, yeah. I'm telling you, kids feel safe or unsafe based on how we behave as adults. Right. And I can't help to think that that gets brought up in our adult life, how we how someone behaves, um, whether it's consistent or inconsistent, has a lot to do from back then, too. Mm -hmm. And how we're what lens we're going to see that behavior or words as. That's where we begin to make the meanings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, guys, um, Mia, listeners, um, we're coming up on our time, but we do want to continue this conversation. Um, it is one that we can go on and on and on for hours about. I agree, because you know what? I don't really think I'm convinced either, either way. I, I think my position still stands. And I'm, I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah. And, and same for you. And I, now I'm even more like, well, what came first? The chicken or the egg? Yeah. <laughs> the actions or the words? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I'm telling you, um, I, I guess it's okay. We, I, I think I try to have people understand the reasoning behind it. Mm -hmm. I think... I, I sleep okay if you know why you feel the way you do. Yeah. And if you don't, it's a good place to start. Oh, yeah. Like we said, <laughs> we got lots of questions. Don't always have the answers. Yeah. Tell us what you guys think. Which came first for you? <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Feel free to share that with us when you reach yeah. out. Um, share it with your friends when you share this podcast with them. Um, and then y'all both come back or all of y'all come back and leave us a review y'all come uh, back now you hear oh for sure and not only come <laughs> back for the review but come back and catch us on these next episodes uh, next weekend for another weekend edition and Wednesdays for regular episodes um, because you're why we're here you know, mm -hmm. conversations like these um, while we enjoy each other having these conversations it's just not the same without you absolutely so, so we thank you for joining us and thank you for listening and we look forward to having you for yet another installment of relationship renegade y'all take care bye now okay.